Today I'm speaking with celebrity fitness expert, mind-body weight loss image expert, life mastery consultant and spiritual teacher, Sherry Gideons. You can find her at sherrygideons.com and today we're going to be talking all about how important it is to live in the moment. So enjoy. Make sure to grab the official Not Over Just Different Welcome Pack. It's filled with some of the best tools for inspiring your best life, all absolutely free. Just go to notoverjustdifferent.com forward slash welcome gift to download yours now. Hi, I'm Natalie Ledwell and welcome to Not Over Just Different, a podcast for women of a respectable age facing life's next new chapter. So grab a cup of tea and pour yourself a glass of wine and join me for some deep, real and candid conversations about everything from health, aging gracefully, relationships and how to make the next 50 years even better than the first. Well, hello everyone and welcome to this week's podcast. This week... I have um, I have a firecracker of a woman on the on the podcast with me. Her name is Sherry Gideons, and uh, she is a spiritual teacher amongst many things. She's an all around legend, really. <laughs> and I'm really looking forward to uh, to sharing her with you uh, today. We're going to really be talking about how to live in the moment and really, you know, squeeze the juice out of every moment that we're living in right now. So, hey, Sherry, how are you? <laughs> I'm awesome. Thank you so much. I am such a pleasure and a joy to be here with you today. Yeah. Oh, sorry. My Siri's going off. Every time I say Sherry, it thinks I'm saying Siri. <laughs> Go figure. Go figure. Um, so, uh, so Sherry, you've actually, we've just recently been introduced and we had an incredible conversation just recently. We're like, oh, I have to get you on the podcast. We, we need to be sharing this with, with our audience. Um, but you've had quite a ride in your lifetime. So share a little bit of your journey so that, um, so that our listeners can really get an idea of just how awesome you are. <laughs> uh, thank you. I receive. Well, it all started out really in the 90s for myself. I had a near-death experience in 1997 that really came about as a result of coming up during the evolution of the pro bodybuilding industry. And that industry for women um, was, you know, they really didn't know in the beginning how much muscle they wanted a woman to have. And so as each show progressed and the competitions began, every show that, that I did in particular, there was always, you got to have more muscle, you got to have more striation. And so obviously in my case, I followed that path of steroids, um, sports enhancement drugs, and then eventually cocaine and methamphetamine, all trying to meet up to this idea idea of perfectionism mm. now i uh, i worked in the fitness industry for 11 years and i i remember actually uh you know nearly going down that road and i was invited to compete in like a body shaping competition and i'm in my 20s you know so i'm like oh well i'm going to go and watch one of these competitions first and then and then um and i remember sitting in the audience and seeing how the audience reacted positively to the men but how they were very sexist towards the women and I'm just like ah yeah no I'm not gonna do that (laughs) 
I'm out. So, um, so what caused the near death situation? Was it you know just too much? What what happened? Well, part of it was that I had that that belief system going on within myself, you know, from the modeled behavior that my father projected, and that was you had to be perfect, and he gave love based on how well you performed in life. And so, on one end, that program was going you know going on in my head, and then on the other end, you know, I wanted love and acceptance. I wanted to fit in and be liked. And so what ended up happening was I got to the point where I felt like I was not good enough. No matter what I did, I just could not achieve that level of perfection from the bodybuilding industry. And so I began to starve myself. So on one level, I'm taking steroids and now I'm living specifically on methamphetamine and visually on the outside, I could not see that I was dropping to a lifeless skeleton. I literally only saw an overweight woman who wasn't good enough and so I'm living in an industry I tell people you know this is a this is going to be a really interesting part of the journey but I am so desperate to be liked and loved that now I'm living in Las Vegas with the Italian mafia and 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 at, you know all these different levels going on in my head still thinking I wasn't good enough fast forward I started to have experiences occur where spirits began to show up and I started to think it was time to die I thought I was being called to die and long story short I began to ask those questions so many of us do why am I here what am I meant to do well, is this all there is, is pain and suffering and challenge and circumstance? And if so, then I don't want to live anymore. Right. And, and that's where the, the near-death experience happened. And I had the, the very beautiful, deep trip to the white light that was filled with love beyond human understanding. Right. It, it's um, I've actually have a couple of friends who've had near-death experiences and uh, and you know they do remember what happened on the other side I mean a lot of people don't but, but obviously some people do um, and so uh, but they all have a very similar experience going towards the white light feeling that incredible you know universal love um, and then you know receiving whatever message and then coming back or having the choice given the choice do you do you want to go back or do you want to you know stay um, and I actually had something very similar um, experience like that doing plant medicine you know where you kind of um, there was no white light but I actually went through the kaleidoscope you know of all, all the, sh- the geometric shapes they call it and then through to that that place of just incredible love so what was some of the gifts so what, what, were, what was the experience that you brought back with you from, from going through that? Well, one, I was shown the many potential purposes that I came in this lifetime to potentially fulfill from the highest Sherry, the Sherry that had already fulfilled them. So I could feel her love, her her unconditional care for others. And, and then I was told that we all show up in each other's lives in the moment, that we've actually agreed and contracted to show up in each other's now moments. And so us having this conversation 
conversation today with our audience, this message is being delivered to the people who are ready, who are mm -hmm. ready to hear it. And so what ended up being given to me as well was that I was told I never had to worry, that all the right people would show up at the right moment to help me move forward. And that my message to share with the world was that we must give of ourselves freely without expecting and love is all there is and that I would help to usher back in the understanding of living in the moment, of being present in the moment and using our point of power in the moment for the gifts that are all within every one of us. Wow. Well, there's a message. <laughs> Um, I, because uh, you know, I, as you were speaking, and I just reminded me of a conversation. I'm in a new relationship with this beautiful, gorgeous man, and uh, you know, he we was commenting the other day. He said, you know, you, no, nothing ever bothers you. Like, why does nothing ever bother you? And I, and he, he goes, well, how did you get to that point? I go, do you really want to know? He goes, yeah. And I said, don't think I've had so many trans uh, transcendental experiences where I've got to connect with God where I felt that universal love and I had an understanding of the immenseness of what that is. And so when I look at what's happening in the world right now, what's happening in life, I know it doesn't mean anything. You know, so to me, it's like, it's just a mask. It's just a vote. It's just the whatever it is, you know. it's it, To me, it's like life still goes on, but when you understand that everything comes from that love and that is the basis of everything... It helps me to, things don't bother me anymore. You know, is that your experience as well? Absolutely, 100%. And the gift in that is recognizing that nothing's ever hurt us. Mm. Nothing has ever touched us but to the degree that we've allowed. And so when we recognize and understand that we are the same stuff as what you could call God, your higher power, the universe, infinite intelligence, we are the same stuff, the perfection of that. That means pure love at its highest form is already us. We're a piece of it. We're it. And so part of that is an understanding that there is no separation. And that in every moment we have free will, but the gift is, is when we can surrender that will to the total awareness that everything we have ever needed or wanted is already here right now in this moment. Yeah. No, I am totally on board with all of that, and uh, I felt that as well. And uh, for those of you who have been listening to the podcast for a while, uh, a lot of you know that I've written a book called Never in Your Wildest Dreams. It's actually a best-selling book. And uh, in that book, we talk about, I, you know, it's, it's fiction, uh, but I talk about going from you know, uh, a place where we are in pain, which so many of us are right now, where we, you know, my the character, the heroine in my story, she's she's divorced, she's overweight, she's in a business that she hates. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's a very common story, but then how her, her, her transcendental uh, journey through that and how she gets to a place of, you know, complete fulfillment and happiness. Uh, so if you'd like to get a copy of that book, I encourage you to go to Not Over justdifferent.com forward slash free book and you'll actually get a free digital version of copy of that my book from that place there so um so now you have come out of uh you know this 
experience. Um, and so I'm, I'm imagining that your health journey to get back to a place, and, and when I say health, I don't just mean physical health. I mean mental, spiritual health as well, emotional health. You know, what? how did that, was that a fast journey? Or, you know, was there, you know, is that a story in itself? <laughs> well, very much a story in itself because on one level you could kind of attribute it to, um, you know, the Jesus story and then in three days he was reborn. You know, you have to realize I'm living completely on methamphetamine. I'm no longer eating at all and I'm doing other things to, try and stay high at that level and and so within three days from having this experience I was completely healed of complete and absolute drug overdose and so what I did not realize is the version of Sherry I had been shown in this experience I thought I was going to be her that day so imagine me coming back in 1997 when the world's not yet ready to hear this kind of depth and I'm speaking what we're having a conversation about right now the world was you know they thought it was the end of the world we were approaching y2k and i would speak at this level and tell people that they were an individualized expression of god and they were like thought i was nuts <laughs> the pro bodybuilding world created a name for me and as horrible as it sounds the name was scary sherry Right. And, and, and do you think that it was easy for me? No, there were moments of complete anger and, um, you know, why was I tricked into coming back? And, you know, I was told I was came here to be with women like you and other people worldwide to awaken the planet. And what am I experiencing? Ever-loving hell. Right. And, and, but, but you have to realize, too, the me I had been shown... She was so beautiful and kind and loving unconditionally. And I was told that I never had to worry the right people would show up at the right moment. And I had to trust that. I had to believe it because I wanted more to be that version of me that I came to be than I did in what I was going through. <laughs> so, <laughs> and the cool thing about it is, is I know you guys are gonna get this. The more I surrendered in the moment, People would show up. I mean, give me $15 here or deliver a message that I needed to receive in the moment or to meet somebody like you when I met Michael Beckwith and these sorts of things. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing I teach, you know, uh, with my movies, with my company, I teach a lot about manifestation um, and my six steps to manifestation. The last step, which is the most important and the hardest to accomplish and to embody, is surrender. You know, surrender into knowing that everything's happening in divine timing exactly when it's supposed to. You know, trusting that the universe or that God has our back and that what we need will always show up for us when we need it. Um, but to live from that, like how do you, do you have any like um, tips on or, or suggestions or advice on how, you know, our listeners can really embodied like live from that place because it's it's a challenge especially with everything that's going on in the world right now <laughs> yeah well part of the challenge is, is that people can't quite grasp the understanding that it's where we're emotionally attached in the moment that is the cause of what's coming into our environment as experience so when we wake i mean just a simple tip that i do every single morning when i get up is i look at myself in the mirror 
and I state from present tense who I am. I am a beautiful woman filled with love and compassion and awareness of the oneness I have with other people. This is a habit that I've created because of a deep desire in myself to be the highest version of me, just like every single one of us has a highest version of ourselves. But we have to realize we have to be nice to ourselves because there's little pockets of time where we get in those moments and we want to deviate back to the habit of you know oh this doesn't work and oh my god you know this this is so much effort instead of looking at that moment and becoming the observer and recognize hey you know what okay i see you hey you thank you thank you for showing me you because what's showing up is a piece of ourselves and then begin to speak to it with love thank you for showing me this and revealing this to me but who i really choose to be and i make the statement what i really want is to be in a moment right here right now with someone like you laughing and being my real self Woo! as i speak that i feel the chills all over me you know why because it's the higher me saying yes mm -hmm. what i really want is to travel everywhere all over the world be in a gas station a grocery store anywhere in the moment that i'm allowed to speak to deliver goodness and happiness and joy to someone else and as i speak this as i get clearer and clearer as i'm speaking it guess what i'm vibrating at a frequency at a at a feeling that is higher and higher and guess what that's the cause of what's showing up in my next moment and my next moment yeah now i love uh, how you're talking about becoming the observer because uh, here, here's what I have been observing. <laughs> I, I like to live as the observer a lot. Um, and, uh, you know, and I, I, I actually had taken a three-month hiatus from social media. Three months, not on, I, I do live broadcasts, you know, three times a week on the My Movies page, but that's the only time I would go on social media. Because I was finding that, you know, my conscious friends, and I'm saying that with inverted commas, uh, who I know have a meditation practice, who I know are kind and loving people, all of a sudden are forgetting. And uh, they're having this long, angry rant about having to wear a mask. And I'm just like, okay, so um, you know that you're an emanation of God and that everything comes from love. Um, and that uh, when you do your meditations and you have that connection to the greater consciousness, to the collective, um, that love, that energy, that knowledge is what how we navigate through life. And yet, but you're momentarily forgetting this because you feel like you don't want to be told what to do wearing a mask. You know, it's like, uh, remember, that's the minutiae. That's the weeds. We don't want to be stuck in the weeds because it doesn't matter whether we have to wear a bit of cloth on our face. It doesn't matter who's in government or who's in power because it's always going to be the same result. Some people are going to love them. Some people are going to hate them. They're going to be some doing some great things and they're going to be some doing some things that we don't agree with. That's every government that's ever existed on the planet. <laughs> so, um, but we seem to be, you know, at the moment getting so caught up in the weeds. Um, so, you know, have being, when you become the observer, it's like you're, you're a level above and you're looking down or you're looking out, you're outside looking in going, right, I can see, see what's happening here. And then you get to ask the question, well, what's the greater purpose? 
Mm-hmm. You know, what, what do you think? What do you see as the greater purpose of the whole pandemic and the COVID thing that's happening right now? I think so much of it is bringing back the balance of the masculine and feminine sides of ourselves. The, the feminist, the nurturer, the lover, the law of attraction, it's the cog on the wheel that just says yes. Whereas the masculine is the creator. It's, it's the side of us, like if we have a first thought that's masculine dropped into the, the will of the feminine, the nurturer saying yes, 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 into effect. And so I think that what's happening right now is we're being called to go back inward and remember who we truly are. We're these creators of this infinite, unlimited potential. And when we become aware of who we truly desire to be from in the moment, more of that shows up in our lives. But go back to the old adage in the Bible. What was it said? Where two or more are gathered. So if we're gathering a negativity, what happens? Goes back to that idea of Abraham, where Abraham says, every 16 to 17 seconds that you think a thought, you're compiling another thought and another thought and another thought. And by 68 seconds, you've given power, which is a vibe, which extends into a vibration and a vibration into a frequency. And then you're pooling into, once again, your now moments, what you are. Mm-hmm. And so how do we change that? We change that through awareness and observance. And it's from that that, guess what? We get to choose. What am I choosing? Am I choosing to be from what I really want? Or am I choosing to go back down to what I like to call slower vibrations? They're not, you know, any better or worse. They're just slower vibrations. And it's those slower vibrations that are the weeds you're talking about. Hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I know that there is a there's a gap between what we think, how we react and then, you know, what we choose to to uh, to act upon, and what we have, we choose to respond. Um, and and so, what I like to teach, and what you know, recommend for people is that they create the gap. Mm-hmm. Take take a breath. Just take a breath. Every time you feel like you're triggered by something, just <sighs> now you've just created the gap. Now you've calmed your parasympathetic nervous system down. Now you've kind of got back to center and going, well, how am I going to choose to respond to this? You know, and it it makes a massive difference, you know, when we're able to do that. So, yeah, I love that. So, Sherry, um, sherrygideons.com is your main website. Uh, And I know that uh, you, like I said, you wear many hats. Uh, So uh, I'm encouraging our listeners to, to go and check out Sherry's website, connect with her there. But what are they going to find when they go there? Well, a little bit of everything, as you said. So I have, as you know, was in the fitness industry for 30 years. So there's different levels of what I like to call 60 second solution revolution. And it's the idea behind we make things hard for ourselves. We think that life has to be hard. Well, what if life was simple? What if we believed it was simple? And so I teach exercise programs and ways to release weight um, from this whole simple mindset you're going to find stuff like that you're going to find coaching programs that i i really take people into manifesting in the moment and how to be more aware in the moment of what 
where you're connected to, where you're attached to. And then I also have my um, my live TV show and podcast, which is called The High Vibe Nation. And <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah! <laughs> but that's really all about holding a space for you to remember the power within you and bringing you back to that center in yourself and really aligning with the heart space because I'm all about bringing the heart to the head. Beautiful. Well, Sherry, darling, thank you so much for your time today. I knew it was going to be a very juicy conversation, which it was. So thank you for your time, honey. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. Now, if you enjoyed this episode and haven't yet subscribed to our podcast, please go ahead and do so on iTunes or Spotify or go to mindmovies.com forward slash podcast so you don't miss an episode. And remember, new episodes are released every Monday morning. And this podcast is also brand new and we'd love to spread the word. So after you've subscribed, be a great girlfriend and pass it on to a friend who will enjoy this too. And don't forget to grab your official Not Over Just Different Welcome Pack. It includes some of the best tools for inspiring your best life, all completely free. Head over to notoverjustdifferent.com forward slash welcome gift to grab yours today. Until next time, remember it's not over, just different.